You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. And on that note, we are whipping our hair back and forth. This is the 9to5 Entertainment System. Who are we starting with? Uh, we start talking about BoJack Horseman Season 2, Bridge Ends. We talk about Pinterest for a little while, and then that leads right into S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2. We talk about Constantine and NBC and the possible Xena reboot that NBC is going to do. That leads into, obviously, Quick and the Dead, which goes into Evil Dead versus Ash. And then we talk... <laughs> about We Stand on Guard, the comic book. Sophie. Yeah, we briefly touch on Hooper's amazing guitar skills. Uh, we talked about Uganda, who killed Captain Alex. Captain Alex, blah! And Turbo Kid, um, touching on Michael Ironside, the amazing man. Uh, Mad Max, Four Rooms, Everly with Selma Hayek, James Franco, and the wonderful things he does. Ant-Man, and the future of the Marvel franchise for quite a bit. And Tiamat, we talk about him. <laughs> Wesley Snipes and a talks for Future Blade and Willow Smith. I whip my hair back and forth. I'm Holy so shit, mad. all this and more. Today is 9ES. I think it is, in fact, on the drone. So what did you see? Who? What? Where? <laughs> Sophie saw something. I did not. No? Bojack Horseman? No, that was Scott. I don't like Bojack Horseman that much, uh-huh. so definitely wasn't me. I love Bojack Horseman. We spoke about this. Yes. Yes, we did. At great length. Yeah. Did Tune into previous episodes where we discuss Bojack Horseman uh-huh. at great length. Really? Because that was my thing. I kind of wanted to talk about Bojack Horseman. Did we do it already? The I mentioned it. I thought it was amazing, but please, I mean, well, is this I new to your life? No, no. I mean, I just went through season two. Like, I binge-watched the ever-living hell out of it. Yeah, it, it like came out like three days ago, and it is freaking amazing. I did not know this. It's so much better than the first season. My heart is now lighter. I know. I know. It was <laughs> wonderful. I really wasn't expecting to enjoy it that much, and then I seriously watched 12 episodes in like two days. And this is while going to 12 Fantasia movies in the last, the last week. I don't know how you do this. Just obsessive, compulsive, and really nothing else to do with my time. Welcome to the 95 Entertainment System. <laughs> Here we are. Without Keith. It's true. He's in Thailand or something. Oh, no, isn't he? Yes, he is at the time you're listening to this. Dear He's in listener. Thailand right now. Yeah. Is he? Even if this is like you're going through a back catalog. Yes. He's like, in Thailand. Some say he's still there. Yeah. I thought he was packing tonight. Okay. No. Yeah. All right. Well, Why is he going to Thailand? That's I don't understand. Isn't it for a wedding appeal. for family or something like Actually, that? Actually, he's going to China. Really? I'm pretty sure he's going to China, not Thailand. You're making that up. No. Mm-hmm. No, he's definitely going to Thailand. Well, maybe it's a stopover. Frankly, maybe he's, maybe he's skipping over to China Scarlet. for a little bit. I don't care why he's in Scot in, in wherever he is. Did you mean you don't give a damn? That's right. Okay. I don't give it Why don't you tell us more about BoJack Horseman? I don't really have anything else to say about BoJack Horseman. <laughs> it was just like way darker than the first season. Like way, way darker. What? Yeah. And and like you think it couldn't possibly have gotten darker and it gets so much darker. And he is just like a useless fuck up. Jeez. And so many goddamn levels. And he has a girlfriend in the new season that is like, um, I think it's voiced by, um, what's her face? That Lisa Kudrow? Yeah, it might be Lisa Kudrow. Really? I don't know she's doing one of the voices. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I think it's Lisa Kudrow. She plays like this owl. 
Wow. And she says hoot sometimes. Ooh, it's a hoot. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> terrible. Imagine, imagine Lisa Kudrow saying that. It's so perfect. Like, her voice is perfect for the for the role. Okay. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to it. I don't know if she's done any other voiceover stuff, but no, no. I like her. Uh-huh. Did you see anything of Fantasia? Um, yeah. I saw that one movie with you. What movie? Bridge End. Oh, yeah. What would you think? Um, I didn't get it. Didn't get it. I didn't get it. I thought it was too far between documentary and like script based on a real story kind of thing dramatization i thought it was yeah i don't know i mean you when we talked about it when we got out you said well if you didn't get it then you got it yeah like i figured that was kind of the point of the movie Bridgend is a uh, um, like I hesitate to call it a horror flick, although it is. It really isn't. Kind of. No, it's just a fucking sad. What the fuck is happening? Thing. Yeah, there's this town in Wales called Bridgend. Okay. It's like a county in Wales called Bridgend, where there have been like a hundred and something, or they said seventy nine suicides of in young adults between uh, two thousand seven and two thousand twelve. Yeah, a large okay. quantity of them were were like teenagers yeah. or young adults. And and then there nobody knows why. And the suicides like persist to this day, apparently, just to yeah. a lesser extent. But yeah. And they, and they've said like they, they stopped reporting on them. I looked this up. They they stopped reporting on them in the newspapers because the the police and whatever were like people are imitating. Please stop putting it in the newspapers to get the kids to stop, like, repeating this cycle. And then right. it's still going to this day. People are just killing themselves there nonstop, yeah. and nobody has any solution or whatever. So this movie is like a dramatization. So making a movie about it and putting it at, at a, a cult kind of uh, film <laughs> festival is certainly not going to glorify it at all. And yeah, not at all. Imitations. Well, at least it didn't cast like Channing Tatum. Or, no, I don't think know. they that he's sad enough. Kirsten Stewart. Kirsten Stewart. I don't think enough. she. No, I don't think she emotes that far. I don't know. No. I feel like but I she definitely her. might promote suicide, though. I don't know. That she may. I don't like all the hate on Kristen Stewart. Yeah, I don't think she deserves that. it. Yeah, I really Same thing with she... Robert Pattinson. Have you ever seen him in interviews? He fucking hates those movies so bad. I saw a meme or something. Really? I don't know anything more about it. I don't really read up okay. on teen idols. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems a little... It's your you're, thing, you're John. looking at me like I'm supposed <laughs> to, like like I'm the one who looks up on teen idols. Yeah, I just, no, well, clearly. I see all this shit online, man. It's all there. <laughs> and then you print it out on your printer and put it up on your wall. Right, and like, then I have my Robert Pattinson wall, <laughs> like like everybody. <laughs> Pinterest is for you. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never been on Pinterest. No? Never once. Uh, Valeria got me hooked mm-hmm. recently, and all I do is uh, pin the characters of Supernatural. Over and over, because mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with that is, show. Is that is that what Pinterest is? The characters from Supernatural? No, it's everything. Pictures? There's there's everything but on it. But it's just pictures, right? It's just pictures. I mean, you can link to stuff. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, that's it's it's like a visual Reddit. Okay. With no less dead bodies. This is very true. There, um, are, there are some sub Pinterests. <laughs> 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 That that's not a thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But no, um, no, there's no dead bodies on there. I mean, I, I have a neglected Pinterest account that is all men's footwear and Batman lunchboxes because I liked a couple of things and that's all it suggests to me now. <laughs> Batman lunchboxes. Yeah, like weird Batman nostalgia shit, just <laughs> just garbage that they made out for, right. for Batman stuff. And then I was like looking for a pair of boots, so I. I pinned a couple of things on that, and that's, my Pinterest is so full of that. And like yeah. every every two weeks, I get an email from them going, "Look at all these new boots, Batman, Batman, Batman lunchables." 
No, that's yeah. terrible. No, I just I I I go on there for like makeup references and uh, interesting ways to do hair, you know, for makeup and photo shoots. Uh-huh. But I got sidetracked, and yeah, Supernatural has this whole cult following online, which is hilarious and entertaining. And really? I can I feel like I watched a season of it and found it to be intolerably shitty, and then just turned it off. Was it season one or season seven? Probably season one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's okay. It's not for everybody. I'm not going to convince better? you. The, yeah, it know. gets the, fucking epic. The girlfriend who dies in the first episode is uh, the one who did the Wonder Woman pilot TV show. Oh, is that her? And is in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. playing Mockingbird, Bobby. Huh. Hmm. Wait, well, is I, that season two you're talking about? Supernatural or S.H.I.E.L.D.? Um, S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. She Does shows it up in stay good? Like, I watched six episodes, I think, and then I, like, I got tired of it. And it does stopped. the same thing that season one does. It kind of muddles around. Uh-huh. And then there's the movie tie-in. Right. And then they come back from the movie tie-in, and it gets really good for the last four episodes. Yeah, fuck. It's like a whole season right. of 20 episodes to get to those four. And they were really good in season one, but yeah. I don't know if I want to... I still haven't seen S.H.I.E.L.D. at all. It's not great. I keep hearing that. I saw yeah. the first episode and then got sidetracked by something else. I think it was Constantine. Yeah. Oh, God. Moments. Speaking don't of Constantine and how NBC is the worst. Yeah. Explain. All right. So they made Constantine. And they canceled it, right? And away, they canceled right? it. Right. They canceled it after ten episodes, and then they There's more. had they realized they had nothing else to do, so they aired the last three. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, uh, we canceled it. Wow! And like people were just like, oh, that sucks. Because it's really good. <laughs> and then they well, it wasn't really good. It could have been scarier. Yeah, but I think it's for season one finding its feet for something that's based off the cam- yeah. comic book. Like the characters to me, were exactly as yeah. fucking written. They, like, they just didn't give it a chance, and they moved yeah. it around the, the schedule a lot. Right, the right. ratings sucked. But it had a good online following, and they didn't care, so they canceled it. Right. The network that did that to Constantine, Sophie, mm-hmm. is now working on rebooting Xena Warrior Princess. So you can imagine how awful they're going to treat it. <laughs> they're going to give it four episodes and cancel it, and then say Xena is worthless, because... Wow! Yeah. Did, they, 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 did they start casting and shit? No, no, they just they announced the the development. Wow! So it's not on Sci-Fi where they were going to give it you know four years solid. It's not on you know some cable network where they're going to make it like. But it's on Fox where they're going to have money. NBC. NBC. It's on NBC where they're not going to put any money into it and they're right. going to move it around and cancel it. After oh, that's terrible. Just I read that and was like, Zena, that'll be fun. Oh, it's on NBC. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's terrible. Fuck that. <laughs> It's be I'm awful. really sad still about Constantine. I dragged it out because I knew it was canceled, and I I did finish watching it recently. But ah oh, man, it was cool. You got 13 hours of Constantine. Constantine. No, <laughs> you didn't have that before. Is it is it better than the Keanu Reeves movie? Oh my god, it doesn't yes. even compare. It's not the same thing at all. The Keanu Reeves movie was like the character was loosely based. He was like some emo moped, like mopey head is what I mean. He was just American mopey. version of John Constantine. It was yeah, terrible. He could be kind of mopey. Uh, who Constantine? Yeah. No, he's just annoying, irritating, irritable. Constantine I, realizes in certain episodes that some of his friends are going to have to die to save the world. And, yeah. And is like, oh well, that's the solution. Yeah. A- Alex lent me the con- like the some Hellraiser, Hellraiser trade paperback, so I've read like hundreds and hundreds of issues of it. So I feel like yeah, this I is like th- one of the few right. comic books that I feel authoritative. Well, he's never been emo. the the casting yeah. and the 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 presentation of John Constantine were pretty spot on. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. He's he kind a of was like, flat well, out dick. you know, letting <laughs> letting my old friend die to save the world is what it's going to take. So let's do that. Yeah. And there's no like redemption from that. He's just like, well, yeah, he's had dead. to do it. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, um, man. You did good. 
Yeah. See yeah. ya. <laughs> but it wasn't like in a in an era of American Horror Story and Penny Dreadful, mm-hmm. where you know he's dealing with the coming apocalypse and angels and devils and. They could have pushed it a little more, especially mm-hmm. for a long time since it was airing at like ten o'clock at night. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. You're saying that they were. It like, wasn't scary enough. It went, it they went too soft for yeah. like a ten p.m. slot. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, that they sucks. did go a bit NBC on it, but I mean, I just they could have done something. I think season two could have really picked it up. I thought that they, they did all right for laying the groundwork for, for, for first season. Like, I don't. Know. I'm I'm still. I've talked about this a couple of times before on a podcast, and I'm still upset. <laughs> And the the supporting cast wasn't developed right. in thirteen episodes. Like Zed was not a three D character. No, she was kind of annoying. Chaz, they kind of dug into one it. One episode, yeah, one episode. They really fucking exposed that character, and I thought that was pretty cool. But they could have spread that out a bit. And they and they didn't make either of them really likable either. What? Chaz is amazing. He's laid back and stoic the whole way through. No. And when you get a character like that, you have to give him some Oz moments where you're just like that's cool and funny like they just gave him none of that see i saw that Uh, i I, I thought it was nice and subtle and i liked it a lot i thought he was really well written and really well opposed to he was well cast he looked like john constantine yeah Hmm. oh constantine yeah yeah it's amazing he popped right out of the fucking pages so they're gonna ruin xena okay (laughs) <laughs> just murder is it ruinable i don't i don't remember having any i don't have any fondness whatsoever for xena i don't think i ever sam watched. sam raimi yeah like yeah, you should yeah, probably yeah. watch xena is it good yeah in a well, sam i mean raimi it's hammy way. yeah but yeah but that's fun. sam raimi yeah yeah like i really liked ted, ted shows in the dead i feel like i like yes. i was like one of the three people in north america who really liked I that movie you can love that movie yeah the quick and the dead yeah it's like a like a western Tournament fighter. Turn- tournament. It's like blood sport meets cowboys. Oh, is this yeah. the thing that came out in like late 90s? Yeah. It's it had so Sharon many Stone, people in it. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. What? Russell Crowe. Yep. Uh, Gene Hackman. Jeez. Keith David. Uh, Lance Hendrickson. Ev- ev- everybody. <laughs> everybody is in that, is yeah. in that movie. And, and, and it like vanished, right? And they just shoot each other in a tournament, like a, like a blood sport type tournament. Yeah. Gun fighting. weird. Okay. And they have to like draw names out of a hat or something for who's going to shoot who at the thing, and then they have to challenge each other. And and then of course like all of the like the lead actors all have like a a secret reason to be in the tournament and whatever. One of them's going after his dad. The other one is there to go after the like the The money that killed her father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all these pacifists who doesn't want to be there. It's so cheesy. And you know the zoom that Sam Raimi does, where he like zooms in at the same time as he's pulling the camera back, so it looks like they're what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like that. They do that like a hundred (laughs) times. It just happens over and over again. The cowboys narrow their eyes and the camera Wait. zooms in yeah they squint yeah everyone looks at the clock because they have to shoot at noon oh, that's amazing it's, it's so good, good. <laughs> that sounds really really cheesy. who else is in it um what's his face from csi new york gary sinise mm-hmm. gary sinise is in it i can't believe you're remembering mm. all these names like my memory stopped really after i've Gene seen Hackman this movie a good gary sinise times. wasn't he uh lieutenant dan yeah okay got yeah. it all right yeah yeah, right. yeah. sam raimi yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Bruce Campbell shows up in Xena a bunch. Yeah. Ted Raimi, his brother. Well, Italicus, the King of Thieves. Wasn't there a Hercules Jocker. that was in the same setting that yeah. was also? Yeah, they crossed over. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, no, they're fine. They're in the same world. It's fun. I like it. Speaking of horror on TV, yeah. did you guys see the Evil Dead television series trailer? I did yes. not. Yes. Because, oh my God, it's amazing. I, I can't didn't wait. even look at it. I, oh. well, I read, though, that Bruce said he wouldn't do it if Ash was good. Ash has to be useless and bad, and like uh, a bad person. Oh, and then, yeah, well, in the trailer, he totally shows that, which is amazing <laughs> and golden. Explain and how. 
he does the strap up thing where he's putting on the vest, you know, for his chainsaw. Yeah. But it's actually just a girdle. <laughs> and then it cuts back and he's like standing sideways in the mirror. He's like, yeah. All right. I think he runs through a bunch of gear things. He's like, all right, we're going to do two things. One thing is, is kill a bunch of zombies, and two is I need to do a lot of cardio because I am out of shape. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, you need to see it. It's it, I think it's going to be really, really fun. Just I, the, yeah. the, uh, the joke at the end of the trailer mm-hmm. where he buries, like they're, they're in a house and they kill the two people who get possessed by demonites. Okay. And he buries them and he does the, the evil dead thing. He plants the big cross down at the, the grave and oh. his, his two sidekicks, one of them looks over and says, you know they're, you know Jewish, they're Jewish, right? right? <laughs> 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 he looks... Well, why didn't it mention that <laughs> while I was making the big crosses? That would have been nice. <laughs> Evil dead. I don't good. know about the, the lead female, but no. we'll see. She didn't have much exposition in there, I guess. Yeah, she looks a little unconventional. She could surprise me. Oh, man. There's one point where he's stabbing someone. There's just all the evil dead blood pouring out everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Amazing. It looks really good. When are they releasing this? Halloween. Halloween? Oh, that's not too far away. And yeah. do you know where? TV. Yeah, but who's who's doing it? I want to say AMC, but I'm not sure. Right. That'd make a good sense, because an Evil Dead, Walking Dead. It might. Night on television would be a kick-ass. Yeah, I feel like Sophie's going to go to the Innertron to, to solve this particular conundrum. Computing. Mm-hmm. Working. Versus Ash. Okay, see anything else while she's looking that up? Uh, no, but I did read a really cool comic book. Which was? Uh, it's called We Stand on Guard. Okay. It's from Image Is it Comics. about the Canadian liberation from American? Yes, aspects? but no. No. Okay. Uh, it's by Brian K. Vaughn, who okay. wrote, who writes Saga, who mm-hmm. wrote Ex Machina, who wrote Why the Last Man. Oh, yeah, yeah I remember this uh, guy. Wrote, wrote Runaways for Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, and the art is by Steve Scrochi, who did all the art and storyboarding and creative design for the Matrix movies. Hmm. And did a bunch of Spider-Man and stuff before that. Uh, the Wachowskis grabbed him to do the Matrix. Right. Uh, the premise is, it's about 30 years, no, it's about a 100 years in the future, and there's a Canadian family sitting around the house, and they're watching the news, and they're just like, oh, news report comes on, you know, America has been attacked, they're retaliating. They're mm-hmm. like, what is going on? And then all the bombs hit Canada. Wow. And then they skip forward another 20 years. And it's the last vestiges of the Canadian resistance uh-huh. fighting against the Americans who have, according to the Canadians, invaded uh, invaded based on the false premise that Canada attacked them first in order to claim all the water. Wow. And it's a big science fiction um, freaking Red Dawn, except right. instead of Russians and Cubans, it's Americans. And Canadians. And the Wolverines are the Canadians. Yeah, That's so awesome. Little what is this called? Thing. We stand on guard. We stand on guard. I don't understand how Canada could possibly stand up against the states. Like, they, they don't. They they're like yeah, they're like, like outside Yellowknife. Okay, <laughs> running away from these giant robots that are right. And these guys have like like rifles. Right. And it's it's. But they also have the Canadian Shield and the and, woods and, and spirit. <laughs> like, yeah, and guerrilla tactics. Uh, so that's. What what's like the plot of it? Like what does it focus on? If that like you that group of, of of rebels. So that that Canadian family that gets blasted to high hell mm-hmm. um, has two children that survive the bombing and their parents get killed, and then the girl joins this group of rebels to try to track down her brother who's lost somewhere in in the wilderness because he mm-hmm. went off on some other resistance mission. Hmm. 
Is it is it good? Was it like worth picking up? Yep. I mean, Brian K. Vaughn does good comics. Like, okay. Why the Last Man kicked a lot of ass. Saga right. is really really good. Uh, Ex Machina and Runaways both very good comics. So I remember Runaways. Yeah, it's the one where the group of six kids all found out that their parents were supervillains. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, Wait we, a we cannot live with them anymore. They're evil people. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. I read the first few trades of that. It was pretty fun. Right. And um, it says stars with a Z. Stars. Is that yeah. a, is that That's a, a cable network? Okay. That's a cable Deep network. Cable. And it, uh, the release date is going to be on Halloween Day, so October 31st, hmm. for, you know, Evil Dead. Interesting. Up. Yeah. It'll be it'll be fun. I'm I'm. Oh, Lucy Lawless is actually in it. What? Do, do you know? Are they are they tapping like Sam Raimi and whatever to direct, or is he not involved? I think he's producing. producing. He's producing. Yeah. I uh, don't know who's directing. Producers, producer. Doesn't say who's directing. Um, offhand like that, but yeah. Hmm. Bruce looks like he's having the best time of his really? life yeah. for real. He's right. like. <laughs> I hope he is. I feel like that's going to like come out in the in that final product. Like if he's not enjoying himself, like mm. it's, like the whole thing is resting on him kind of. The guy's a grumpy fuck. Like yeah. I mean, I've seen him at conventions like that one time yeah. we saw him at Fan Expo. The guy's like, "All right, guys, back off." <laughs> but I think because he's working with Sam. It might be, yeah. Like they're like Can everyone's on board. I don't think if some other studio said, "Oh, we bought the rights and we want you on." I don't think he would have done it. But if Sam is working, I think he's in. Yeah. Can you imagine though how tedious that must be, like as an actor, to to like have this one movie from twenty five years ago? Just people are constantly harassing you about it. It's gonna get pretty tedious, I'd imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think there are some people who refuse to do cons just because of that. I don't can't think of who off offhand, mm -hmm. but yeah. Uh, Don McLean. Who? American Pie. What about him? Well, he he wrote American Pie, beloved American. Yeah. And then he just, like, doesn't do... And he doesn't play it live anymore because people would go there and he'd be like, okay, I'm going to get it out of the way, play American Pie, and then they'd leave. Right. Oh, wow. And then he was like, okay, well, I'll save it for the end. And people were just like, play, play American, American Pie. Don't wait there. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's sad. Like that, that one, name another Don McLean song. Right? Not yeah, a chance. Nope. That, that, that was the rest of his career, just not playing American Pie. I feel like Pie. I want to say Horse With No Name, but I bet that's, that's Neil Young. That's Neil Young. <laughs> Yeah. Well done. Wasn't that the one song Hooper could play on guitar? Yeah. That and the opening chords to the Diablo Town music. Do <laughs> 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 you remember from Diablo 1, which was very catchy. I saw a Ugandan movie Oh. called Who Killed Captain Alex, the, the first Ugandan action film. And I learned some very exciting things about the Ugandan film experience. Would you guys like to hear? Yeah. Yes. Uga okay. What's it called? Uganda? It's called Who Killed Captain Alex, the first... Uh, Ugandan action film. I think that's what it's called. No, no, sorry. Uh, Who Killed Captain Alex, Uganda's first action movie. So the deal is... That's, that's the title of the movie. The title of the movie is, I'll do it again, Who Killed Captain Alex, Uganda's first action movie. Okay. okay. But... I wrote it wrong on the notes. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll say it wrong. Okay. <laughs> so the, here's the deal with, with uh, at watching movies in Uganda. You don't watch them in like a theater where you sit down quietly and watch the film. You watch it in a film hall that is run by a guy who is a VJ... And the VJ stands beside the screen and just, like, talks shit over the movie while it's playing and while you're watching it. And I think, I think this has probably come about because movies are normally so incredibly crappy in 
you find out when they're all like <laughs> like homemade it's all like like microsoft you know windows film studios like special special effects that are done all of the action is just done by like guys running around in camcorder camcorder or whatever like if if they're like we need some blood in this scene they're like okay well better send like trevor down to the butcher and buy a bunch of blood so we can throw it at each other Ew. it's like super super like, that's unsanitary <laughs> it's uganda man what are you what are you expecting Damn. Anyway, so the VJ is there, and he's being like, oh, these are commandos, like talking over the movie while it's going. <laughs> or, or like, I'm trying to remember the stuff. Oh, yeah, just for no reason, they'll just repeatedly be like, Uganda, <laughs> while, the, while the movie is going. And so there's like this running commentary the whole way through. And at Fantasia, when they, when they got this movie, they had got Uganda's most popular VJ to record an overdub of the track so you could get like the proper film-watching experience wow. while you're watching this movie. It was like... Like, honestly, as a movie, it wasn't that fun. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, a very dumb action movie. It was just, like, nonstop action and just, like, dumb shit going on all the time. Characters that don't make any sense. Weird cuts, like... And then a guy screaming Uganda over everything, which is, like, fun <laughs> for a little bit. But then eventually gets a little tiresome. But just, like, as, a, as an experience, this is what movie watching is somewhere else. Fascinating. So, like, Samurai Cop with a DJ. I still haven't seen Samurai Cop. Um, not far off like the dj thing i really can't stress enough how much it changes things where like the the scene can be boring and dumb think like mst3k right like a live mst3k being done with you there like any movie would be great and a movie that is like all of these like cheesy action movies that they do for ugandan filmmaking are like perfect for the mst3k treatment you know right so this thing just really paid off and he's, he's not just being snide he's actually trying to pump up the crowd yeah yeah for sure for sure for sure and and even like Scenes that are just not that funny, and then he's like, and then a girl turns around and bends over, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like the whole the oh whole cra- the whole crowd just like dies laughing, and it like saves the scene, so whatever, it works out. Oh, that's terrible. It's great. Okay, so so this is what you chose to watch. Um, what was playing at the same time? I want to know what you chose this over. Oh, nothing actually. This this was um at midnight. I'm oh, sure. okay. It was a midnight showing, and even cooler than that, when the movie finished at like two o'clock they got a skype call with the director a bunch of the lead actors and whatever in uganda what? to do like a like a like a q a kind of thing and then it, it like this whole night was completely fucking off the hook the, then then he's like okay now the director is going to direct all of you guys getting shot and they had a bunch of actors with like cardboard tube guns and whatever and they all pointed them at the screen and went like tick, 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 tick. and then, like the whole crowd in the audience at the theater like <laughs> pretended to die and fall down so it was like inter- international filmmaking and then for some reason all the kids there know kung fu like this is a big deal in uganda a lot of people or these guys know kung fu and they teach everybody kung fu so like the kung fu that was in the movie was actually like good i'm not as good it was like reasonable you know okay. there was some there were some moves and anyway there was a whole bunch of little little black african kids doing kung fu training <laughs> in this movie lot and they were like everybody look at them they're gonna do a show for you so we watched a bunch of tiny little kids practicing <laughs> kung fu from uganda that's in the middle so of random feed. yeah it was like it was just the craziest damn night and um Another part of the magic of Fantasia. Holy shit. I wish I wish that like you could repeat that experience to get other people to come out and see it cuz I just don't know if you can. No, I don't think so. I think mm. that's like a one night magic kind of. Yep. 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 Like would not have happened otherwise and had circumstances been different. I'm kind of bummed out. I'm going to miss out on Turbo Kid. Really? I thought they're showing that a couple of times. Uh, they're doing the, the press showing, okay. which is at 10 a.m. Thursday. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to see that. Yeah, I'm, I have to work, and yep. Danny will shoot me if I call in sick just mm-hmm. to watch the fucking you movie. You mean this Thursday? Yeah. It's at 7 at night. That's the showing. Right. 
that's not the press showing. Okay. Yeah. So what about Thursday night? Well, Thursday night, it sold out two hours after tickets went on sale. Yes. Yes. So oh, yeah. And there's also two o'clock on Friday. Two o'clock on Friday? Uh, actually, it's called Turbo Kid, a case study. Yeah. No, that's not different. the same. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like filming and behind the scenes and okay. shit. Okay. Yeah. What's the um, what's the big deal about that one? The hype's really big. Did you not see I don't know. the trailer? I don't know anything about it. No. If you see the trailer, you will fucking like any any of us. Like the, the four of us, the three of us here today. Like we we all know what it was like in the eighties and Nintendo and and how big that was. And we all had the Nintendo glove or the little sure guns did. and it, and and it's so and, and like the whole motocross feel mm-hmm. and the the fake kind of post apocalyptic where you just film over sand dunes where there's kind of a bit of grass and things look shitty. Mm-hmm. That is the setting for the whole freaking movie. And Michael Ironside is in it. I, I, I don't get it. It's a Canadian National Treasure. In the 80s? Or like set in the It looks retro like it was, but no, it's not. It's set in the future. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know when. I have no idea. But there's a bunch of shit from the 80s, and it looks amazing. And it's about this kid who's really into comics, which is so 80s. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he can be like in the comics, and he can say, and he's got this girl who's like, you can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> and then there's Michael Ironside, who's all like, I'm old and evil now, but I'm still a national treasure. So it's great. Huh. Yeah, it looks amazing. You need to see the preview. Uh, if you guys have a way to kill somebody who has tickets so you can get their tickets so you can go see it, do it. Right. Because it's going to well, be presumably amazing. it's going to get a big release also, right? I hope so. I really hope so. Like I, I'm really, really sad I don't get to see this. Like this, this is the one movie that I was super, super, super psyched to see. Huh. Super. I'd say you could use my pass, except I don't know if you could pass for me. But what do you mean your pass? My Fantasia Media pass. I have a Fantasia Media then pass. Why can't you go to the the one that said seven o'clock at night? It because it's. Sold out. Yeah, it does. Oh, the this is one of the ones that's not included. Exactly. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, that's gotcha. why they're doing a press showing, right. which neither of us can attend. I see. Yeah. That does make so much what sense. You mean, right? What do you mean, have your pass? Besides, your face is on that I pass. I don't fucking know. I'm barely paying attention to any of this uh, stuff. We do resemble each other, but... I know. I know. Yeah. And I... Yeah. I, I, yeah. Oh, God. I got you mixed up for a <laughs> now second Now all there. of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Does not work. Uh-huh. Um, Michael Ironside is one of my favorite sadnesses on, in... He was a dream casting, and he never got to play the character that I wanted him to play. In what role? In in G.I. Joe the movie, I really wanted him to be my beachhead. 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 The drill sergeant from the the... animated movie? Uh, Oh, what? Just because he was the drill sergeant in Super Troopers? Exactly right. Because rat checks, roughnecks, everyone fights, nobody quits. Did you say Super Troopers when you met Starship Starship Troopers? Starship Troopers? Troopers? I did! (laughs) Because I I kind of feel, now that you have said that, that a Starship Troopers, Super Troopers crossover (laughs) is about... Perfect genius. Only if Michael Ironside is giving mustache rides, I will go. Right. And 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 he's like, meow. All <laughs> 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 there's like aliens running around in the can background. Can you can you do Michael Ironside saying meow? Saying meow? Yeah, can you can you I don't know if I can do that. Impersonate that, that <laughs> no? Oh man, he's got that voice. I used to have a big crush on Michael Ironside. He's awesome. He, he's the one who was the like the the guard in Starship Troopers who had like no, no. legs and no arms. No, he was no. the the history teacher who then signed up to uh, go back into the infantry. To be it's a like sister. a real hard case. Yeah. Right, right. You know, he had the mechanical arm. I only have one yeah. rule. Yeah, yeah. But Everyone the... fights. Nobody quits. If you don't do your job, I'll shoot you myself. The, yeah. the, Welcome the, to the Roughnecks. His opening thing when he's in there is the he's giving the speech about... No, a different... Different, that's different like armless, a total, legless guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> he was missing one arm because okay. he was a veteran. But the armless, legless guy was just to drive home a point that being in the infantry sucks. It can be pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously... How cool of a name is this, Ironside? 
Yeah, he was in Michael Total Ironside. Recall. Pretty awesome. Yeah, he was in Total Recall. I he forgot was about Scanners. He was, he was in, in v. v. Yeah. Like he was in Top Gun. Like just this dude. <laughs> He's amazing, and yeah, he was yeah. in that that super popular uh, the last chapter, the the Quebec series about um, bikers with Lloyd Zipri and all that shit. Yeah, he was like the leader of. He's Canada's Jack Nicholson. He really is. Yeah, like, That's who he fucking is. Has he done that much drugs? I really don't see that as a defining characteristic. I think of if Michael you look Ironside. back, if you look back at, at V, you can see yeah. it. Didn't see it because yeah. Jack. Also, he had his arms cut off in Total Recall. He played a character with an, an arm, arm missing in V, and in Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. Did it, was he, he, he missing arms? arms? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's or maybe you just get it taken off eventually because it's easier for all of your casting roles, and then you it's then after that you get roles. You know, Daniel Day Lewis method acting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut off my arm. What? <laughs> for the role. Everyone shall refer to me as Stumpy on set, please. <laughs> Good God. And you saw... Um, I, I've forgotten all of a sudden. Um, do you see it? I That's see Michael it. Ironside that I'm showing him in yep. V. He's yep. very young in that. Yes, he is very young. Yeah. yeah. Also looks like he's done a lot of drugs, though, in that young stuff. I guess a little bit. Good God. Did I see what? Uh, Mad Max. Yes, I yes. saw Mad Max, finally. What do so, you think? Continuing the, the non-stop tradition of 90s... Hyping Mad, Mad Max. Max. I don't know if you can't if you need to hype that movie anymore. Did you see it? No, I did not see, see Mad Max. I did not. I liked it. I don't know if it lived up to all the insane hype. Yeah. But I did watch it on a computer screen. Nothing so. ever really does. When there's hype like this and fucking controversy, just see the movie for what it is, man. It was it was exactly what it was when it was cool and like the effects and this driving really into the was dust worth storm. the 3D yeah. big screen. Like, it totally... Is it driving into the dust storm was cool. Yeah. Oh. That, when the cars get flipped up and the lightning's hitting them, and I was yeah. like, that's cool. Um, but it was a Mad Max movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, felt like it was set in the Mad Max world very, very solidly. That's actually saying something, though. After having not put anything in the Mad Max world for 30 years, being able to, like, uh, still get that same feeling is kind of an accomplishment. Without redoing the exact same things right like they had other wasteland survivors and i was like oh yeah they're not the same as thunderdome but they they look like they're in the mad max world i right. feel like i'm there hmm. i liked it a lot uh i don't i don't know why it got such man hate I don't know. I think there was probably like a one one thousandth of a percentage of the people who saw it hated it or like every fucking thing I saw. And was... even then, I think that might have just been in response to someone else saying to that person, yeah. "Furiosa was cool." Yeah. She's that's Theron's character, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Everything I saw online about it was posts about men being pissed off about it and women being pissed off that some men are pissed off about it. That's it. That's all yeah. I saw. I feel like that's that's like. Only in this tiny little Tumblr space where that, that kind of drama happens. I don't and it go didn't on Tumblr. And then, and then it got reported on. Yeah, exactly. I don't go on Tumblr. This was all on fucking Facebook. I feel like there were like 50 people on the whole of the internet who got really mad on yeah. one side or the other. And then news reporters started treating it like it was an actual controversy. Exactly. Because watching the movie, I didn't... There's nothing. That's I didn't see it as a, a feminist statement. You know, statement yeah. But I didn't see it as... Well, if, like... If you like want to carry diminishing of f- feminist issues into the film and like project them out there, I'm sure that you can do that. But so yeah, too, but I mean, like you, you can do that, do that with Aliens, movie. right? Like yeah. Yeah. you can watch Aliens and you'd be like, okay, freaking Sigourney Weaver, uh, Ellen Ripley is a kick-ass character, yeah. 
and uh, Vasquez is a kick-ass character. Sure, you, you know, if you want to make a statement about the feminist virtues of these characters, but I don't see yeah. those movies as feminist movies. I think them impressive, strong, cool characters that I like. Yeah, I don't think it was politicized in the making of the film, which I guess would make it feminist just because it wasn't. Right. But I feel like the same thing with Mad Max. They're just like, okay, Max is a cool character. He's going to be paired off with a cool character, and it's a girl. Okay, but isn't, cool. that, isn't that also kind of the formula? Isn't in Thunderdome he's also paired off with a chick? Tina Turner is not. Doesn't really count. Yeah. yeah I'm trying to remember. There was like another main and she's also character kind of a... that he follows around. Like even in um in the first one, like he's he, he's, he's he's not really the main character in in the movies. He's right? more like, like a witness. Yeah, Mad Max is always kind of a witness. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, he's like a survivor. Happen, happens to be coming by, interacts with whatever drama is going on, and then takes off. And he's yeah. like not really the main character of the story. Right. Hmm. I I've never really seen it. So no, no. I didn't see anything in that movie that made me say, "Wow, they're really they're really shitting on Max here to push this other character out." Not even slightly. And. Yeah. I don't know. I guess, like, there should be more action characters that are are, are women. Sure, whatever. Did I because see a screenshot of Tom Hardy? He plays Mad Max, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wearing some weird steel cage on his face? Yes. yes. So, so is that his thing, his staple as an actor now? No, he gets chained up. <laughs> like his, Bane. his voice Hello. was, his Mad Max voice was a little Bane-like, though. Really? Every now and then. Maybe, kinda... like, right at the start. I don't right. know about the whole way through. I actually We're thought he did a pretty good job surviving. channeling Mel Gibson. Like, there was a couple scenes where he got, like, the crazy eyes, and, and he's, like, a little unhinged. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, it's Mel. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not see that happen again. Let's that would suck. Yeah. No, but it was good. It was like totally a connection. I actually rewatched the first Mad Max before going in to see the the new one and I like I I found it. Like I found the first one like a little tough to go get through. It was long, slow. There wasn't a lot of Mad Max. It was like it's got a lot of that death race feel to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very dragged out. And maybe the maybe the second and third get a little less bad, but I really They they get more Hollywood. They get more money in them. Yeah, yeah. And then Tina Turner. It's like watching El Mariachi, you know? <laughs> you watch that first movie, and you're like, oh, this is fun. This was made for $7,000. Yeah. Like this. Poof. And then you watch Desperado and Once Upon a Time in Mexico, and you're like, oh, yeah, now I see what they're doing. Right. This is. That reminds me, I was talking about Four Rooms the other day. When was the last time you guys saw that movie? I couldn't finish it. When it first it. came out on VHS. I tried watching it this year, and, yeah. and I was like, boring. Really? Yep. But they're all like, did you get through the first story? You just have to make it to the Tarantino and Rodriguez stories. Oh, I don't think I made it to those. <laughs> I no. <think> probably <laughs> I turned it off before I got there. Yeah, these are these are all separate scenes. Right. And it's one bellhop who goes through all these different hotel rooms, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And every room has a fucking storyline, and they're each done by a different director, and they're fucking fantastic. Huh. Yes. Because one of them is done by Tarantino, the other one's done by Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but are the other two any good? I like them. Yeah. I mean, some of them are kind of meh. Some of them are disturbed. Some of them are fun and quirky. And some of them are like, okay, there's Tarantino. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I've no, I really... These, like super self-indulgent characters just talking and talking, not in a Tarantino-esque kind of way. I, I just got super turned off. No, I, I really recommend you go back huh. to that. Yeah. Okie dokie. Put that on a list what, What's the payoff? The payoff? Yeah. Um, just how the character like zooms through everything completely unfazed. Somewhat. The um the bellhop. The bellhop, yeah, playing by Tim, Tim Roth, Roth. Mm-hmm. who is pretty fantastic and a complete prick. Not Spe- not Tim Roth, the bellhop. <laughs> I don't right. know anything about Tim Roth. <laughs> Speaking of Robert Rodriguez stuff, uh, mm-hmm. I watched Everly 
Everly. Last week? Yeah. Like the Everly brothers? No, uh, it's... Like Beverly. Uh, Salma Hayek. Okay. Who is playing a woman who was kidnapped and basically became a sex slave to a crazy drug lord. Huh. Uh, who then finds out that she had contacted a police officer in a bid to free herself. And... Is this done seriously, or is this done like a... It's done seriously in one of those budget slasher explosion movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a movie set in one room. Cool. And, man, does she kill a lot of people in that room. Like, a lot of people. Hmm. So imagine uh, the raid. Mm-hmm. Except... Instead of one person trying to get through the building, mm-hmm. this entire building of gangsters it's trying to get room. into the room. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Selma Hayek. And it's Selma Hayek. And, uh, like, just, it starts off with gangsters, and she kills them all, and then it goes into fucking insane gangsters, and then they bring in a sadist who's got a, a, a man that he's obviously kept for, like, 15 years in a cage who's, like, a crazy yeah. person, and then these weird freaking samurai mask wearing dude show up with swords and Jeez. and someone shoots a rocket launcher at the window like it just <laughs> it just escalates to the point where you're like what is going on huh um i have not even heard of this yeah i think it went straight to vod mm-hmm. what's vod video on demand it's like netflix that huh. that level of Okay. Or like Yahoo movies or whatever. Yeah, where you yeah, can, like YouTube where you can yeah. pay three bucks to download it. And really? They do that now? YouTube does that, yeah. No shit. Um, what's Probably it called? I've never seen that. The stupid Seth Rogen North Korea movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Was, did you guys see that? I It's on Netflix and I, do, I don't care. Yeah. I did not watch it. Okay. Just... Before it went to Netflix, it went to YouTube. Okay. And it was six bucks to watch huh. that first week. And then... I guess that's not the worst. Six bucks, yeah. yeah and there's like, video like, stores, though. You get you get <laughs> HD feeds on, yeah, on YouTube, and I actually would kind of watch it on that. a lot of devices. Like when I think back on the amount of movies that I've watched that have been, had like atrocious quality, probably we missed something over the years of watching those shitty movies. And like, imagine if you spent all this time building, like, creating a piece of art, and then somebody was like, eh, "I guess it's just the same if I get it like this," and it's like a shitty photocopy, you know? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, well, I mean, legit and, to be pissed off. Everyone knows how to use it. Yep. It's there. It's a company that's not just fly by night. I don't want to give this streaming movie business dot RU company my credit card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I think it was out for in the interview. Okay. It was out for a week on, on YouTube, YouTube before, before Netflix. Netflix. Picked it up. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I started watching it and I was like, Nope, bored and turned it off after about thirty seconds. I just have no interest. I was interested at first because it was Seth Rogan and What's his face? The pretty one. The... <sighs> Help me out. I don't know. I'm kind of don't... having fun watching you. <laughs> What's his place's name? He's so funny. Dude that did the thing in Spider-Man. He James. was Harry. His name's James? Yep. I don't James feel that's right. James Franco. Jay- yeah, that's it. James <laughs> <laughs> I like him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, keep going if you're listening, because sure you are. But yeah. Um, no, it, he, I thought it was cool and I like what they do together, but I just lost interest in the subject and the controversy. James Franco is fantastic. Did you see him in 127 hours? I've never even heard of that. Oh God. I, there's no way I could watch that movie. It's, it's a movie. It's a true story about a guy who's running by himself in Nevada or something like that in the, like in these the bad, bad lands. lands. And, um, he falls down like a cliff and then a rock falls and lands on his arm. 
and then he's stuck. Nobody knows where he is. He's Wait, like, is it for 127 hours? Yes. And then he has to cut his own arm off to Ew. escape. Like, And it's a, totally a true story. After like sitting there like screaming his, himself hoarse, watching the sun go up and down a couple times, drinking his own urine, like... Basically, like, I am going to die. I am going to die if I don't do this. And then like, he actually goes and severs the nerves and whatever. And it's just like, and he has just like a shitty blunt fucking pocket knife. What? True story. And then, and the then he walks it, himself out of the, he walks the bad out lines. Of and then the, the final shot of the movie is the actual guy who did this. Like, like, a, like just a picture of him because he still mountain climbs and he's still an outdoorsman, whatever. What the fuck? Just he has like, you know, a satellite phone. That is so horrifying. This shit makes me nauseous, dude. That's, that's exactly no why I didn't watch it. I yeah. was like, I just, I cannot watch an hour and a half of him. Oh, I regret eating that herring. <laughs> I'm like, ugh, <laughs> my stomach's up in my throat, dude. <laughs> Okay, well then, what about... Um, Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express. Everybody loves Pineapple watching Express. James Franco get high and do funny shit. That he was just, a fun movie. I don't know. I think it went a little too blowy-uppy at the end. Like it, that's what that, that was exactly what made it for me. Really? It just all of a sudden, they were like, oh yeah, it's 1988. <laughs> we're just going <laughs> to shoot the hell out of everything. <laughs> and, um, like they had dug themselves into a hole, and they had decided rather than coming up with some weird, hokey friend thing, yeah. <laughs> we're just going to... Have Danny McBride shoot a bunch of guns at people. <laughs> Jesus, I don't remember this movie very well. I saw it a long, long time ago, and I thought it was really cool. I forgot Danny McBride was in it. Mm-hmm. Huh. What about uh, Spring Breakers? Her Majesty's Thing. Service. In Her Majesty's Service? Yes, with, with Danny McBride and James Franco. I yeah, like that I didn't one. see that. Uh, it was fun and silly. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Three oh, movies. Yeah. 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 That was he should have been the villain for the third one. It would have been perfect. Really? Yeah. Did they not make him the villain in the third one? I don't he, know they they put him and Sandman and Venom, right? And then they had him kind of turn good at the end. Uh. Like, well, you you had a friend, someone who finds out that he's in fact the the son of a psychopath, right. and then the third movie would have been this great the conclusion you know, of that arc. Yeah. He goes bad. Two friends have to fight. You know, they just fucked it up by throwing everything at the screen. Speaking of. Superheroes. I saw Ant Man. Did you? I haven't seen it yet. Paul Rudd. I don't think it's out. Yes, it is. Yeah, is it? it? Came out last week. Fucking everybody's seen it so far. It might have been this week. Maybe I'll Tuesday. go see it tonight. Hmm. Tomorrow? What day are we? Thursday. I'll go it see it Thursday. Small screen. In two no, days. No, I do not. What? <laughs> um, do, should I say anything about it? If you guys are no, go for it. Up? I don't. I don't care. So um, it's it's like it's another Marvel movie, and I feel they missed the like opportunity to be brave. Which made me a little sad. Like there was a lot of a lot of like comedic bits where Paul Rudd would did his shtick, which was usually, like the usual like smarmy, sarcastic bitch response to whatever was going on in the scene, and like he was he was like tame, you know. And I feel he could have gone so much more hard, so much crasser, so much funnier. And I f- I feel like well, that would kind of like say that he's totally pigeonholed as an actor if he he's cast in a marvel movie role and he still does the same paul rudd shtick yeah. that kind of discredits him i think as an artist i think it's good that he stretched and did something different it's it sucks to see an actor who is meant to incarnate several roles mm-hmm. hundreds throughout their fucking career and always expect the same thing out of them you make a very good point except he does approve his own Choices. And that's great when you go see a fucking Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd, James Franco movie, because that's what you fucking want. But when you go see Ant-Man, you want to see Ant-Man. I don't yeah. know. That's just how I feel about it. But to see Paul Rudd in it, I'm sure that he brings his own thing in it. And it's nice to see that he's able to do something different and that people don't hate on him for that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think 
more people are going to go see a Paul Rudd movie than an Ant-Man movie. Probably. It's Marvel superhero movie. Every fucking every you could but put the, Joe Mick fucking nobody in it's, it and people will go see it. But but the, that's the problem with the Marvel things. They're all like becoming the same. Like they're, they're all blending together with the same like superhero gets his powers. He has okay, there's a danger to him and whatever like and and Ant-Man had a chance to be different. Like they were selling it as being like totally off the wall this like comic type character that is also super dark at the same time and and like none of that came through looking looking at the trailer just to me it seemed like they were going to build a character that would bring something new to the next avengers movie right that's what i i looked at it i was like oh i'll mix up the next avengers movie a little bit okay that's what i did you see the movie or i haven't seen it yet just the trailer but like i was like paul rudd will bring something to that Dynamic. Iron Man, Thor. Yeah, that'll be a little more shenanigany. Yeah, well, I really hope so. Because <laughs> new word, shenanigany. Yeah, yeah. The, maybe um, maybe someone who can like dance around snarkiness with Robert Downey Jr. a little bit more. That'll right. totally work. Yeah, because I mean, right? Because Captain Ruffalo America doesn't really that. count, right? <laughs> no, he doesn't. I get not. that. Oh yeah, that's funny. I'm good. It's a good way to go, Steve. Is it, are they doing? Um, what do you call it? Uh, Civil War. Is that, Captain is America that next... 3 yeah. is Civil War. Awesome. Yeah. That should be interesting. Are they going to put Spidey in there? Spidey's going to be in the next Avengers movie. It's not going to be in Civil War. Oh, How do you really? do Civil War without Spider-Man? Wasn't he one of the major players? Yeah. Uh, Iron Man, I'd... Captain America, and him were pretty featured. Were they not? Yeah. I mean, it could his, his role, though, could be played by anyone. Okay. Someone who unmasks for Tony and then switches to Cap. Right? Like, it doesn't have to be. Hmm. Spider-Man. Yeah, but I mean, it carries a lot. It's Spider-Man. But isn't he... Aren't they different franchises? Different studios? No, Sony has uh, agreed to work with them them in exchange for some of the other distribution and marketing... There's some kind of deal they finally reached to get Spider-Man into Marvel stuff. We don't know how it's all going to play out yet, though. Obviously. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyway, what what I don't know if I Apparently really apparently Fox is is working on pushing their Marvel universes together too. Really? Talks are in for um Fantastic Four 2 to feature X-Men. What? So th- this is like Fox Sony and two. Fox getting together. No, Fox. Fox owns both of them. Okay. Fox owns Fantastic Four mm-hmm. and they own the X-Men. You're so right. they're going to do Fantastic Four 2 featuring the X-Men. But there's already been two Fantastic Four movies. No, the the new Fantastic Four movie because they rebooted it next year. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, I thought I missed one. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. I am calming down. Yeah, but it's Fantastic Four. Were you really paying that careful attention? Uh, Doctor Doom, the hacker. Yeah. I like I like Fantastic Four. I I'm I was upset with the franchise, obviously, Uh but everyone else was fucking who. Oh, don't worry about it. I'm so angry about like why would you put Jessica Alba in there and give her fucking blue contact lenses when there's plenty of other blue eyed blonde haired actresses? I just. It How is, dare you put a woman of color fake. <laughs> No, I mean, I like it, but it's just, it looked so fake. It yeah. just, it didn't even, like, I, I couldn't pretend. All I could see is she's wearing fucking contacts. She's wearing contacts. They look bad. It's mm-hmm. terrible. I can't see this. And that's, it bothered me. I mean, I like her. I have no issues against her. I just thought that was a very bad decision. That is all. Just hmm. let her have fucking brown eyes and we'll be good. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Sophie. The next Fantastic Four movie, Dr. Doom is an evil computer hacker and Dr. Doom is his hacker name. So, totally, totally good, you. You'll love it. 
Fantastic Four. Well, now I'm angry for a whole other reason. Okay, that's fantastic. Oh no, he's taken over the world. I'm Doctor Doom. Are they going to go with the original robot character, Herbie? Yeah, as opposed to Herbie's not original. He's the cartoon. I know, but they they should always have Herbie in the background. Tiamat. <laughs> One of those random cartoon inserts that I just do not agree with. Anyway, animated Tiamat is amazing. <laughs> animated Tiamat gets defeated the first time he shows up on the show when they push him into a pit. This is a literal god. How does that work? <laughs> They opened a door at one point in that show. And What's Tiamat behind here? Tiamat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what were you actually trying to get at with the whole Ant Man thing? Well, I, I just like it, it. It did everything right, and I still was kind of disappointed. I, I, like I wanted, I wanted Paul Rudd to be more funny, and I wanted the, there to be more like risque kind of stuff. Instead, it was just like a paint by numbers Marvel movie. Do you do you honestly think it was that? Like, if you if you saw it a second time, knowing that it wasn't Paul Rudd, do you think that it would still be kind of run of the mill Marvel film? Well, there was a whole there was a whole lead up to this movie that they had a director on board, and I forget what his name was, who was like Gun, yeah, James yeah, James Gunn. No, no, it's the um, the guy who did Scott Pilgrim. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't Gun. Gun did Guardians. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then and then he got pulled off of the thing because there there was some kind of creative difference that that wasn't working out. Okay. So, I think I think there's like precedent that this thing was going to be a little bit different. And then Ant Man anyway is just kind of a weird off the wall character, and to have him come in and then like he's not totally a clone of like Captain America or whatever. He does have his own little. He is in no way anything like Captain well, America. Obviously not in the in the in the comics, but that's what I'm getting at is in this is that he doesn't like differentiate himself significantly from the other. Edgar really? Wright. Edgar Wright. Okay. Right. And then he got taken off of it. So I'm, does it bother you if I, if I give away spoil- spoilers there, Scott, from the trailer that I saw? No. Because yeah, I'm a little confused. Maybe, yeah. Like, maybe um, you can clear this up. Because, I mean, he they bill him as this guy who is not Hank Pin, who is a former thief or a current thief yes, or something. So he's true. a reformed criminal yeah. that they give powers to. Yeah. So from my understanding, Hank Pym is Ant-Man. Yes, but so is Scott Lang, who is a reformed criminal. Okay. Yeah. I did not know that Scott Lang was Giant Man? Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yes. So there was two Ant-Mans? Yes. After Hank Pym in the comics went crazy uh-huh. and, and turned into wife? Yellow Jack, <laughs> hit her once uh-huh. when he was in the middle of a nervous breakdown. And then had his ants attack her? Different comic. Oh. <laughs> That's the ultimate Ant-Man. Oh, got it. Okay. Different, Different universe. Yeah. All right. Um, Back on track. <laughs> Uh, and built like Ultron accidentally. Right. Uh, did a whole bunch of like weird, bad things. Uh, he retired from superheroing. He was like, you know what? Maybe I'm not meant for this. I'm a scientist, and I don't really like trying to save the world every day. And you know, things have gone kind of wrong since I've started <laughs> trying to save the world. And mm-hmm. you know, Thor and Iron Man are kind of dicks. And I don't really like where this is going. Uh, this other character, Scott Lang. Okay. Who was a reformed criminal, had been a criminal, did his time, uh, had a daughter, tried to make things right. Um, All right, that became, makes more sense. Became Ant-Man. It was Ant-Man for years and years and years, right up until Avengers disassembled. Okay. So, not, not so super long d- uh, in this film, the plot is essentially the same, except that um, Hank Pym was working at Pym Enterprises or whatever, like building up the, the suit. 
And then um, when he he ends up like retiring, Pym retires from Pym Industries to um, essentially to hide the suit and the research that he's done because there's this other researcher there who's trying to like reproduce what he's doing and sell it to bad guys and and that usual like you do like you do that usual plot line anyway so pim pim hides himself out and then fakes the destruction of all this stuff this other guy takes takes over the company and then pim needs help getting into the company to stop the secrets from being let loose loose. okay and um he's not willing to do it himself i don't remember exactly why he wasn't going to do it himself maybe he was oh yeah he was too old he'd shrunk down too many times and it had started to mess with him and so he ends up getting Lang to go and do it for him. Okay. And then Yellow Jacket is not Pim. It is, in fact, bad guy, Gennaro bad guy from the industries who wants to sell all the secrets and make all the money. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So they play it. Okay. All the factors are there, but it's mixed. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm like super critical. So of like this. a little close to Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like this is still in my top five Marvel movies. Like, it was it was super funny. The action was amazing. The special effects were incredible. Paul Rudd was really funny. The, like, the character was definitely more, like, believable than most of the, the Marvel-type characters. There's, there's a point where he's like, hold on, hold on, guys. Why don't we just get the Avengers to go and deal with this? Like, I'm just a guy. This is really dumb. Like, they're, <laughs> they're literally right there. We'll just go get the Avengers. And, you know, like, little moments like that show, like, a little bit of depth. So I really liked it, but I feel like they could have they just fucking knocked it out of the park you know and they they didn't want to knock it out of the park interesting yeah i'm, I'm gonna go see it like, yeah, yeah yeah i like i recommend it highly go see it okay go see it all right see see i'm yeah. glad i asked and persisted because you made it sound like meh like so, edgar wright was the first director yeah and he worked on the screenplay the second guy that got in uh, peyton reed okay. had previously directed yes man and bring it on mm-hmm. and it was like a weird bring it on was fun yeah, I'm a like girl. Movie? Cheerleader movie. Cheerleader right. movie with Kirsten Dunst and people. Well, you had me at cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> I th- it's a fun movie. It's a cult movie. It's kind of like uh, the Mean Girls of its day, but not to that level. But it was it huh. was good fun. Peyton Reed, really. I don't yeah. know him from other movies. You think the guy that did, you know, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and see, Scott I wanted Pilgrim, to see that right? Batman, right? He would have made a. A weirder, more. Oh, I get. That, that, I can't believe they did that yeah. kind of thing. Hmm. Well, maybe next time. But why didn't he do it? Because conflicts of interest. Because the studio they kicked him off. Oh, well, well, no, sort they of. they were m- m- requesting changes that he was unwilling to do. Right. And he yeah. said, "There's a distinct difference of opinion on what to do with this movie, and I'm going to leave it." Huh. Which he he was really politically correct when he yeah. left. He was like. We have a difference of creative opinions. There's there's nothing wrong with these people, but they have a big... They're putting millions and millions of dollars to make a movie, and they don't want to do it my way. So I'm going to let someone who does want to do it... Well, that's cool. No drama that way. That's nice. I like seeing that. But we still don't get to see his Ant-Man. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like after they let James Gunn do Guardians of the Galaxy, and he did a weird movie. But he also kind of played by the... Is that on DVD yet? didn't get that weird. Yep. Is it? Yeah. I need to go buy it because I need to see it again. I only saw it in theaters. Yeah, I only saw it the once either. I'll totally yeah. watch it with you. Okay. In a while, we could. Yes. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Wesley Snipes is in talks with Marvel Studios to make a Blade movie. Blade! Yeah. I really want to see more Blade. You know what we need is more Darude Sandstorm. That's what we need. More what? Sandstorm. What? Remember the scene from the? Wasn't that the song that was playing in the? Um, confusion. 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 Yeah, confusion. confusion. No Sounds worry. an awful lot like Sandstorm. It sure does. Yep. <laughs> In the shower scene. 
Come on. Yeah, yeah, Who's talk- with me, guys? They're talking about having him play an older Blade. Really? Taking over a bit of the Whistler role. Training a newer, younger Blade. Training a newer, younger vampire Jaden Smith. Guys. <laughs> Probably Willow. I think they're going to... Like Willow Smith. Yeah. Oh, my God. I shake my hair back and forth, and he's got silver beads on it, and everyone's yeah. dying. What? I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. Is this a thing? Is this a song? Is By Willow Smith. Willow Smith. How do you not know this song? Is he a key, like Will Smith's other daughter. son? Daughter. Daughter. Yeah. Jaden is named after the mom. Willow is named after the dad. Mm-hmm. That's so witty. Okay, but no, I'd never heard it. Really, she does. Okay, mm-hmm. why not? I'm so plugged in. So yeah. you would love this song with my hair back and forth. Like, it's so... It's up no, your alley. stop yeah. it. So Speaking <laughs> of up my alley, I walked by Wyclef Jean's concert yeah, the other night. Was yesterday. Uh, well, I just caught the last, like, 15 minutes or right. so. We were walking back. Um, I went to dinner at House of Jazz. And, yeah, we walked by, and it was just there, and it was nice. And then I remembered Wyclef Jean was a person that existed and did <laughs> interesting music. I actually like his stuff. I yeah. think, yeah, I, th- I think he's like multifaceted, interesting. He does actual musical arrangements as opposed to just check out this beat, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. Yeah. And he thanked the police. Did he? That was odd. I was very were taken aback. Were they being nice? You were like, everybody, you, you need to like take notice of security and be thankful the police are doing a fantastic job tonight huh. and blah, blah, blah. And in Montreal, it's kind of a big deal right yeah, now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Everybody's hating on the SPV. Are we going to play out? On oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sophie's going yeah, to Because we have about 10 seconds left. So. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. want to listen to this, Oh, Scott. my God. It's so good. Scott, you always make me listen to horrible things. I hope you're ready for this. Yeah, but you haven't heard this. Yeah. But you always make me listen to horrible things. Here it comes. I don't want to hear yeah, it. Oh, boy, got to listen to it. you got to get nice and close so it picks up on the mic. I don't think this will work. It's going to work. Can't you just link it? No. you got to watch it because your reaction is going to be what's entertaining for our listeners. Okay, make it stop. I'm I'm done. <laughs> you haven't heard the good part yet. No. Is it the bit where she whips her hair back and forth? <laughs> yes, it is. She's been doing it since... Okay, make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she puts some silver knives at the end yeah, of her yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all over this shit. I think her and... And Jaden could have like little with his kung fu. Exactly. When did this come out? Kung fu and hair whipping. Long enough ago that Jimmy Fallon made fun of it. Mm-hmm. Does Jimmy Fallon only make fun of things that are old? No. Did I just kill <laughs> the <laughs> con- <laughs> he's, he's topical. So hashtag uh, Willow Smith for Blade. Right. Let's I'm there. Put it on Twitter. But when did this get released? God, years ago. Oh, God. Okay. It's got 122 million views. Oh, my God. And, and three. And 22 million, million views, views for Jaden Hare whipping her hair back and forth. Willow. This was the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. Fucking fantastic. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc. 
on Twitter. So, uh, and also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 95 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.